I don't care if you're approved for 500000 If you feel comfortable buying something at 300000 let's forget about the fours and the fives. Let's find something in the $300,000 range that you feel comfortable with. I don't want you to be home poor. Capture the dream today. Welcome to Start of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley, and today I have the Larry Sanic. Larry, thanks for joining me. No problem. I'm a, I mean, talk to the Jared Easley. <laughs> this is great. Well, our hang time is few and far between, and so when I do get a chance to visit with you, it's always fun. So thank you for being at FinCon. Thank you for stopping by. And Well, not only stopping by, but like you said, it's been a while since I saw you. Yeah, so... Of course, in a couple of months, we'll be seeing each other again for sure. Looking forward to that. When we do the podcast movement here in Orlando. Right. And that's going to be August 13th to the 16th of 2019. And we're looking forward to it. We missed the last, last two for other reasons, but yeah. we, we missed it. So, Larry, I think people that were to meet you now for the first time, they would see that you got an extra spring in your step. You got a smile on your face. There's some joy there. There, where, does that, where does that come from? It's, the, 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 have you had a challenging uh, season or what's going on? Let's put it this way. Yes, it's been challenging. Yeah. I don't want to get morbid, but I came close to saying goodbye to everybody. I had a you did. double bypass on my heart. Uh-huh. They found a hole in it. They fixed that as well, which explained why I couldn't put my favorite boots on because I was having heart failure. Wow. And with the heart failure, we didn't know when I'd still be around, but since they fixed it, and now I can put my favorite boots back on. I'm doing, in fact, I use those as a gauge that if I can't put them on, then something's happening because with heart failure, your feet are one of the first things to start swelling up. Really? I thought my feet were growing. I'm going, oh, great. I got to go to size 13 now. But no, it's, it's a, another chance at life. You can't help but have that twinkle in your eye you know, and look forward to the next morning because you have another chance. And What's well it? Thank you. Larry, at what point did you realize, was it, was it like over time or was it kind of sudden? Or was, what, what point did you realize, that, man, I don't feel right, something's not good? What's... Well, here's, here's what happened. 20 years ago, I had a heart issue. Okay. Everybody knows it as the Widowmaker. It was 90%, right, right, right. 90% blocked. Had I gone to work that day, I would have never returned. We went to the hospital. I had a stent put in, and that was ironic because at that time, my cardiologist had me on the table, had the regular stent he could put in, and then he says to me, I want to talk to you a minute because I was pretty much open. Know what's going on. And when he says, I want to talk to you, you know, the first thing is, what is going on? He says, no, no, don't worry. This is not bad. He says, and this was on a Friday, he says, you fit in the parameters for the new stent that we can start putting in on Monday. The FDA is going to allow that, which is a polymer-coated, drug-eluting stent. And he says, you fit within the parameters. So I says, okay, let's talk numbers, you know, how much chance of reoccurrence and everything. Well, when you start talking the drug-eluting stent, a lot of the numbers dropped as far as chance of this happening again. And I says, we've got to include my wife in this decision. So she came in, and we decided, we'll wait till Monday. I like to dance, but I'll wait till Monday. So I had that done, and then he says, you still could have a major heart attack, so you know, don't do anything crazy. And I said, the heaviest thing I'm going to lift is the TV controller. That's it. Monday went in, had it. After I had it, I found out I was one of the first ones to have it, 
in the hospital, for them it would be a good marketing idea, okay? So they came in, and they told me about it, and I says, you know, there's a little problem here. This is the second time I'm having this operation. It's getting expensive. The head of the hospital says, it's not expensive, believe me. I says, what do you mean? It'll all be taken care of as long as we can do you for marketing. Wow. I says, go for it. Bring the cameras, bring the yeah, TV, yeah, bring yeah, it yeah. all in, okay? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you want to take pictures? Got, Fine. Just let me call my hair. I got a face hair. for radio. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was radio. It was TV. It was newspapers. It was everything. And it was, and it was a good marketing angle for them because it was. It was one of the first ones used. Right. So that finished, and I went about being Larry. And then all of a sudden, I'm trimming some palm trees because I've now moved to Florida. And I'm trimming some palm trees, and I get a tightness across the chest. Go to the hospital. Cardiologist says you need a stent. I go, oh, great. So we agree to do the stent. Now, the first time I had it, they went through the groin. This time, they're going through the wrist, so I could be pretty much awake. And he was using some words because he couldn't get the stent where he wanted it because it had to be put in a certain place because it was by the bifurcation where it opens up the two veins, and some of those were clogged. So when we come out, he says, I got the stent where it's going to be. He says, it could be just a Band-Aid. You may need bypass. Well, may need bypass, in my mind, says we have to find out if I do need it or I don't need it. So we did some research, found the best cardiovascular surgeon there is, had him look at the x-rays, sat down with us, and he told us everything. He said, I'm going to tell you everything because you have to make a decision. He says, the one thing I haven't told you yet is if you don't have the operation, there's always a chance of that plaque breaking loose. If it breaks loose, depending where it goes, he says, I could have only four hours to keep you alive. I said, how much? He says, four hours. I says, could we quit this conversation and go have the operation now? So we set it up, and I went into Tampa General Hospital, used the surgeon, did the procedure, and that gets us today. And I've I feel like I've always felt even better because I'm still doing things in the back of my mind. I got another chance at life. How many times do you get another chance at life? I've had them twice, and I'm very thankful because this lady that I'm married to, I want to be around with her as long as I can. Sure. Let's talk about perspective. Going through those experiences, what's the perspective now? I mean, you mentioned obviously wanting to with Carol and you look at life differently. There's some things you say tomorrow, but we're not all guaranteed tomorrow. Right. So why not do it today? There's some things that Carol has wanted to do that we're now doing. They're set up, they're scheduled, and she's happy because it's some a lot of times my trips to conferences and whatnot are geared around that conference and it's really not a vacation. You may have a day here or a day there. But I've actually set up vacations for us to go out and just be us, be to each other what we should be. And that makes her happy. And if she's happy, then I'm very happy. Yeah. So you, you look at life differently. It's like, do you put things off or do you start putting them in motion? And I've started putting them in motion. Even the podcast I had, that had to set for a while. Within the next two weeks, it's going to be all back, full force, podcast going, I do Facebook Live. This whole thing's going like crazy. There's some other things we're doing. And I'm just, I'm not going to stop and say, well, tomorrow. Don't want to wait for tomorrow. I want to do it today. Wow. So real estate's what you're into. Real, I'm a real estate broker. 
I own Castle Dream Real Estate. And even there, with the customers I have, because they're dealing with the largest transaction in their life. And the majority of people buying a home or selling a home is their largest transaction. And I want to give them the right information so that they can make the right decision for themselves. Right. You know, sometimes I'm the messenger and I have to be the bearer of bad news, but I would rather give them the bad news so that they can then decide what they want to do and how they want to move forward and what they want to do with their financial life. If people are interested in learning more about the broker side and what you do, or maybe they want to work with you because they've heard their story and they're like, I like Larry, but what do they do? You got two things you can do. You can either call me at 727-560-7145, or if you want to send me an email, you email me at info at castledreamrealestate.com. Info at castledreamrealestate.com. Right. Castledreamrealestate, all one word, dot com. Where, where do people check out the podcast? The podcast is called Home Seller, Home Buyer. I have sellers that I give information to. I have buyers that I give information to because a seller is a buyer and a buyer is a seller. And they have to know what's going on in today's market. You know, sellers are always looking to get the most they can for the home. We talk about what to do, how to prep your home to go on sale so that you can get the most and the quickest. Buyers, hey, we'll go out, but you got to get it pre-approved. If I don't know what you're approved for or what you can financially handle if you're getting a loan, then I don't know if I'm showing a $100,000 house or a million-dollar house. So you got to get pre-approved. Now, if you're a cash buyer and you come to me and say, Larry, I got a million dollars. I want to buy a million-dollar house. All you got to do is prove to me because I have to prove to that seller that's got the million-dollar house that you have the financial capability, and I know where to go with that. But with a buyer getting a loan... I've got to have a lender say they're capable of buying X or up to X. That then puts it into a price range that in some of my buyers, they're, you know, they're approved for 300, 400, 500,000. And when we start looking there, they they get a little, I don't know. I says, look, I don't care if you're approved for 500,000. If you feel comfortable buying something at 300,000, let's forget about the fours and the fives. Let's find something in the $300,000 range that you feel comfortable with. I don't yeah. want you to be home poor. No, that's well said. You know. Larry, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad you're doing better. Thankful to be your friend and love your sense of humor and uh, just so glad that you can chat with me today. I'm glad you had me. I uh, always really like to am. close out the show with final thoughts. Do you have any final thoughts? I'm going to use the tagline from my real estate company. Okay. And, but I'm going to add to it. The tagline is capture the dream. I'm going to add to it and say, capture the dream today. Do not promise tomorrow, so go ahead. That's right. That's right. Well, Larry, I think you are the poster child for capturing the dream today. <laughs> so Thank you, Jared. You've captured my dream by letting me interview you. Thank you for that. Thank <laughs> so, you very much. I appreciate it. I'm grateful as well. Thank you. Thank you. 